pleasure a man breaks through for Amworth chasing. A kick for Oates to chase. This is unbelievable. Look at this for a neck and neck. Try. Welcome back to the Broncos podcast. Producer Shad, thank you very much for joining me again, mate. Always a pleasure, Sammy. Always a pleasure. And even better when we're winners and grinners, baby. I know. How good was that uh, last Friday night, uh, seeing our boys go down to Penrith, a place that's been very, very hard for us to win for a long, long period of time, to snatch a victory, a one-point victory over the reigning premiers. What a great way to start the season. Now, Shad, I've... Like I've put my footy head on right here and I've I've broken down a lot of things in this game. And the thing that I love the most, and it's something that I actually saw in the last trial match against the North Queensland Cowboys, was our defensive effort to keep on showing up. There was a chance and opportunity in that last trial against the Cowboys to just roll over. It's a trial match. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It's not for any competition points. But the boys had a steely resolve in defense and kept on showing up for one another. Fast forward a week, well, a couple of weeks, they played the Premiers down in Penrith, and it's exactly the same things I saw in that trial match. They kept on showing up for one another. They backed their defense and they thought, yep, 12 points is enough. We'll just put a little field goal over just to kind of uh, put the icing on the cake. And uh, we went away, uh, we ran away with the victory in the end. So uh, absolutely pumped for the start of the season. But it's one game. Uh, We've got another big game ahead of us. We've got a lot of more big games ahead of us. But I think we've set ourselves a standard now. And that's what we have to live and die by. Yeah, well, I mean, a few little stats to uh, know about with the Penrith game. But I do like that you pointed out defence because uh, we kept getting told by the Broncos that this was a huge focus in the offseason. And Kevy even mentioned it in his post-match presser that he was very proud of the boys' efforts, especially on the try line. As a whole, the effort there was, was really good, particularly our try line defence. I haven't seen a Broncos team defend like that for, for a long time. That's the best defence since I've been back at the club uh, in the last three years. So something to really build on, uh, but also not to get too carried away with. We've got you know big season ahead, and this is one one game of, of many, but it's a good start for us to, to start the year. A nice positive start with our defence. But to make that even better, Sammy, this is the first time a Broncos side has won in Penrith in 14 years, and only the third time that the back-to-back premiers have lost at home since 2020. Well, Shad, that makes me feel old because I was probably a part of that victory 14 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Sammy. I think uh, I don't even think Reese Walsh was even born 14 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, I do want to talk about something else with this game. So you mentioned the field goal, and it was done with just under 10 minutes left in the game, a bit of scoreboard pressure. How real is that? Because you have the defensive effort that's going to have to be huge with that many minutes left on the board. Um, but are you not, you're not turning off the idea of scoring tries, are you? No, and that's why I said I was so impressed with their defense. It was a defensive mindset. So to take a field goal that early is uh, a sign that you are backing your defense, that you know that you can defend that lead. And that's what they did. Uh, they, they came up with a plan. They got to the point on the field where they knew they could kick the field goal. Adam Reynolds slotted it like a true champion and uh, we backed our defense for the rest of the game. And that's what I was talking about is that defensive mindset 
if we take that into every game, going forward, that's really going to help us out because we know we can score points. We've got some try-scoring ability out there on the field. So we uh, back our defence, let those other flashy guys out the back uh, score the tries, and uh, we should come away with a lot more victories this year. Yeah, well, that's the hope, isn't it? I mean, we did see a try-saving tackle against Luai up our end not too long after the field goal. So there was this big goal-line defensive effort from the Broncos, and that seems to be the theme. But now we've uh, put a pin in the Panthers game. It was the first game of the season, winning by one point. It is big, but you've pointed out something interesting to me uh, here before we started recording the podcast this week. We have a uh, a bunch of home games lined up here. Uh, obviously, the next one on the calendar is one of the biggest ones. We circle it every year. Uh, the Broncos players definitely do, and so, so do we as the fans. The 4X Derby is going to be happening at Suncorp Stadium. You can get your tickets, broncos.com. Always become a member as well. And last I heard is uh, there's under about five, maybe 4,000. could be less than that now. Uh, I heard this earlier in the week where the tickets left. So it's going to be a packed house, so make sure that you Grab yourself those tickets. But looking at the draw, Sammy, our team doesn't leave Brisbane, let alone Queensland, for the next little while as well. How many games are we playing well, here? We're the next kind of uh, five weeks. We're at home, mate. So we've got, yeah, the Dragons, as you said, the Dolphins, uh, which is their home game at Suncorp. Uh, then we play the West Tigers and then Canberra Raiders. And the best part about this is it gives the boys a chance and opportunity to be settled. Uh, they, they're sleeping in their own beds. It's the same routine. They, they're going to training. Um, and then you know, hopefully that focus is still there, uh, that defensive focus on uh, getting out there and, and making sure we beat teams without offense. So uh, great opportunity for us uh, this weekend to continue that successful run or successful start to the season. Um, the Forex Derby, it's something I love. Derby, Derby, uh, however you want to say it, um, absolutely love the Forex Derby. What do you say? Less than 5,000 tickets left. Yeah, well, exactly. And it might even be less than that now. So I think if you want to get your tickets to the Forex Derby, you need to get them now. And it is always better if you become a member. Broncos members get those sweet spots in the members area as well. And we can let you know as well, Shepard will be performing during halftime at the game. Their new single is going to be out on Friday the 17th. Oh, say Geronimo. Say Geronimo, I can't wait. They are one of your favourites. Let's do a couple of news points for the Broncos as well. We've got, um, oh, actually, um, for anyone that goes down and catches the boys training down at Broncos HQ, you probably saw our man Sam. You were floating around there, Sammy. The boys were getting some haircuts as well. Um, look, call me crazy, but I don't think you quite have enough on the top there to be getting a haircut at this stage, mate. I know. I, I That's why I didn't sit in the chair. Um, there's not a lot of it there for me at the moment. Uh, you know, flashback to the old days of young Sam Thide at the Brisbane Broncos. There was a lot of lock there to be cut um, but now you know I wind my window down and uh, hair blows out now so um, you'll never see me with my window down it's always up uh, aircon on low uh, because I'm trying to <laughs> savor as much hair as possible um, you know I sleep with a pillow either side of me so I don't roll around in my, in my bed at night time so I don't lose more hair but uh, <laughs> right. yeah Payne Huss is uh, he's actually doing his apprenticeship yeah. uh, with the Jimmy Rod guys um, so he will be cutting people people's hair now there's a uh, you had a prediction this year it's it's on a different podcast uh, but uh, you had a prediction that there will be a new haircut in, yeah, I did, yeah. in the NRL maybe you can have a bit of a chat to Payne Haas and um, get him to start that new haircut you're saying the mullet's going to be gone this year and there's going to be a new haircut out there 
Yeah, I'm thinking it. I really think something is going to change. I think I might have to get into uh, Payne's ear there. The Jimmy Rods partnership as well. They're now the official barber for the Broncos, which means they'll be offering haircuts at all of our home games with donations going to the Broncos 2023 charity partners. So you can get a little bit of a lineup, bit of a cut, look fresh before you head into the home game, which of course this week is going to be that 4X derby. All right. It's going to be coming at you this weekend. So before we move on to our guests this week as well, we've got Kobe Heather on who is currently sitting on the sidelines due to a training injury that he will tell us about in his chat but had me squeaming a little bit to be honest um yesterday was international women's day sammy and we know that a lot of women are integral to the game not only through the nrlw but with a lot of players growing up yeah that's right uh, first and foremost i do need to thank my own mother uh, and also my wife and my two beautiful daughters as well uh, for all their support, uh, my mum would drive me everywhere as a kid uh, to all my sporting events, wherever they were, uh, sometimes up to four hours in the car. Um, and my wife would show up to every game and and my daughters as well. They would always have their Broncos gear on. Uh, women are a massive part of our um, whole culture uh, as, a, uh, as a rugby league uh, culture. They're the, they're the best volunteers. Uh, they do drive the kids everywhere. Uh, they're the ones that uh, are bringing the snacks for the kids after the games. Um, and, and our NRLW girls have been so successful at the Brisbane Broncos as well. They'll be pumped again for another season. So um, for yesterday, happy International Women's Day. Uh, we've got some fantastic women also at the club that work there. Um, they, they work so hard and tirelessly to make sure that um, – our membership team is running well. Our marketing team is running well. Our Beyond the Broncos team is running well. So to all the women that uh, are at the Brisbane Broncos, happy International Women's Day uh, for my for my mum, for my wife and my, and my two daughters. Happy International Women's Day for yesterday. All right, Sammy, let's get into our guest uh, for this week. Uh, you're excited to chat to this guy. Uh, he's on the sidelines at the moment, unfortunately, due to an injury, which we will uh, hear the gruesome details shortly, of course. Kobe Hetherington. Uh, is set to make his return back to the Broncos for that real grudge match between us and the Dolphins. Here he is, Kobe Hetherington on the Broncos podcast. Kobe Hetherington, welcome. Sammy, how are you going? I'm going good, thank you very much. Uh, we did promise you Ezra Mam last week, um, but apparently uh, he's cold, ice cold. Right. Apparently, okay. I just made that up. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong. He's a bit. He's, he was a bit crook ahead of the podcast. Yes. All right. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have more word on that. I'm sure he's absolutely fine. Look, I don't want it to seem bad that we've got Kobe Hetherington in. To be honest, you're my first preference. Yes. Thanks, so I, that. I, I want it. I was like, I don't want Ezra Man. <laughs> to be honest, I want Kobe Hetherington. I want the man with the ruined biceps on the show at the moment. And that's what I want to find about nice and early, Sam. I want to see why is Kobe on the sidelines and when is he going to be back? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, hopefully back around four. So uh, ticking all the boxes and everything's going well. I uh, just started doing contact today. So, um, yeah, it's going good. Round four, hopefully, against the Dolphins. So you did have uh, the red shirt on at training, but uh, you are doing a little bit of contact at the moment. How's it all going? It's Because you've got to get your head right. That's the hardest thing when you come yeah. back from an injury, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just a confidence side of things, eh? But um, after that session now, I'm pretty much back to full confident. I was doing 100% contact, so, um, yeah, feeling confident. Can I just say, too, 100% uh, contact for Kobe Hetherington is 100%. <laughs> if you look back to some of the games last year, he was axing people. So uh, definitely will need that come round four against the Dolphins. Mate, can I just um, point something out, too? It looked down that barrel, that camera for me, uh, gives a big cheesy grin. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mate, have you had the feet, the teeth fixed? Or? Yeah, yeah, got the teeth fixed. Um, Wait, they look really good. I'm a bit jealous, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Nah, after um, growing up in Rocky, buddy, getting a bit of mischief, so. Yeah. Um, eating yeah. rocks and stuff. That's what they call them. For, I'm from Rocky, eat rocks. <laughs> yeah, ducking a few rights too. <laughs> miss, 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 missing a few as well. <laughs> Mate, growing up in your household, there would have been some fisty cuffs for sure. Yeah, it was. Um, we used to get the... Used to get the gloves on with the old boy. He reckons he still had it. So, um, yeah, threw the gloves at him, and we went on the on the back lawn, and we were into it for for about ten minutes straight. And um, he's one person you don't want to go up against because, um, yeah, his his fifty percent is a hundred percent. Yeah, he does have a head on him like a pit bull too. He does, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's no, and then he's still pretty solid and looks after himself so yeah. any body blows aren't aren't doing anything either nah no nah, i got tried to keep him outside but he'd always get in and yeah he flogged me up now an extended kind of off season for yourself because of uh the injuries but uh in your time off mate what'd you do did you go back home did you um you know enjoy yourself go away on a holiday somewhere yeah i just went back home i did the injury a week before christmas which was um pretty crappy but yeah i just went back home and had the old girl looking after me and um, and yeah, just chilled out back in Gladstone. Her parents are in Gladstone at the moment, and yeah, chilled out with the family and they had a few mates over too. So it was good. So no fishing. That's that's the only nah, reason why I, I want to go. I back. can still fish. I can oh, still okay. fish. Still yeah, flick a line. It was awkward, but I could still do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were listed as a training injury. For those that don't know, they're listening to the podcast. How exactly did you do the biceps? Yeah, I was just doing a. Um, I was going for a personal record on the um, weighted chin ups. And I had yeah forty kilos around the waist and was just hanging there and then went to pull up the littlest bit and it just like clinked off the bone and it sort of rolled up, oh. rolled up over the shoulder. So I regret asking. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, it was it was alright. I knew I did it straight away and yeah, got surgery the next day, which was good. Straight into it. Yeah, see, that's why I never weighted chin ups wasn't my thing. Really, I had enough weight on me did anyway. You sit downs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did sit ups. That was hard enough. All right, okay. But uh, there, there has been injuries like this in the gym before. I can remember back. Um, I'm going to even say it was maybe Shane Webke one day uh, doing bench press, going for another personal best, and he done himself a bit of a mischief as well. Yeah. Um, it happens. It happens. How, how often are you guys going for PBs down there? Like, is it just the end of training? You're like, all right, let's do it. Well. No, maybe kind of uh, when you when you get back, yeah. you do your testing, and then they yeah. they want to give you another crack right. before Christmas to yeah, see how yeah. how much you've you've grown and you've gained. Improved, yeah, but um, it's not all the time. Okay. We're not always doing one rep maxes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, no, we're not like those those guys that go to the gym and just put all the plates on. And yeah. Corey, Corey Jensen does that, but he's the only one. Does he? Yeah. What's he lifting? Nah, he's a big. Um, he's, I think he's one of the strongest. It'd be him and um, a bit stronger than Payne. Yeah, oh yeah, Payne's pretty strong too, but um, I'd, I'd probably say CJ's got him. Yeah, right. Yeah. What about uh, with the inclusion of uh, Marty Tapau? Oh, actually, yeah. So he's yeah. looking good yeah, out there. Yeah, actually, no, did you see him running? Around? He's probably the strongest. He's yeah, <laughs> he's massive. Yeah, he deadlifted the world once. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he moved it off its axis just a little bit. Yeah, really? that's why uh, he's actually to blame for climate change. Okay, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm putting that out. There. Um, you, you mentioned testing before, Sammy. Um, just in last week's episode, you were saying the testing numbers for the off-season were like up, like players were doing better. How are you looking outside of the injury with your numbers through the, the off-season? Um, what, before I got injured? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, was probably the fittest, I was probably the fittest I've ever been during a pre-season. 
which I was pretty devastated about because I got my obviously best time on the yo-yo and I was just probably the strongest. I'd got a PB in the bench as well. And even the weighted chin-ups got a PB on that before I did my bicep. So I was, yeah, I was flying, I was fit, felt fit and yeah, the injury happened, but yeah, it's all good. What's, you, a, what's you, a yo-yo for those that... Oh, <laughs> you don't want to know. What's that? Like, it's actually, what, you're doing Rock the Baby and stuff? Yeah. It's like a PB, dude. I'm killing it. It's actually a biscuit from South Australia. <laughs> yeah. They're really nice, actually. Yeah. They're one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's like a 20 in back and you got to make it in the beeps. Kind of like a beep test. It's like test. a beep right. test. Yeah, but right. kind of like a beep test. A beep test on steroids, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's, right. it's a harder than a beep test. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sitting on the sideline, mate, you got to watch that first game. Yep. Uh, a lot of outsiders. It was a surprise, but mate, you've been um, you know deep in training with all the boys. Not a big surprise, was it? No, the boys ripped in. It was. Um, I was really sort of yeah impressed with the forwards. The forwards dug in with their defence, and that's sort of one thing we were doing uh, all preseason was just focusing on our defence. And um, yeah, it's, it was unreal. They just kept turning up for each other. As who's been doing tackling practice with Ezra Mam because he was <laughs> he was into people out there. Yeah, he was oh, he was chopping people, wasn't he? But he's he's got that in him. You seen last year, um, he put a few of those shots on too. So yeah, he's a real aggressive player, Ezra, and um, yeah, looking forward to playing with him for the rest of the year. You would have sat in that team meeting, the last team meeting before the boys kind of went away. Uh, what was Kerry's instructions? What was the game plan? I don't want to give away too much, mm. but it does change from from team to team that we play. But yep. did they did they tick all the boxes at the end of the day? What Kerry wanted them to do. They definitely did. I reckon it was, yeah, it was just a sort of defensive mindset and, um, yeah, the boys just kept turning up for each other and, uh, yeah, I think completion rate was right up there too. I don't know exactly what it was, but, yeah, they completed and uh, the ball stayed and played, I think, like seven minutes. I think it was like three, seven minutes, which is insane. So, yeah, and yeah, I fitness think, too. Yeah, um, and then I think... Uh, uh, so when Cobo got dragged out, that's when it went out of play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Cobo. Nah, I can't say too much about that. He had the ice skate side. He went too close to the sideline. Penrith, it's always slippery down in Penrith. I think he's uh, definitely learned his lesson anyway yep. now. Huge game coming up for the Broncos against the Cowboys. The Cowboys uh, snuck away with a win up there in Townsville. Yeah. Uh, they'll be pumped for this game, won't they? Yeah, the Queensland Derby, it's uh, it's sort of always a game you look forward to. It's, it should be a packed house too. So, um, yeah, we just got to have the same mentality as what we did against the Panthers and start fast and then start fast after half time too. And, yeah, just got to stick it to them. Cowboys game, it's going to be a, a packed house. Uh, it's going to be hard to get tickets as well. So Get your tickets now, everyone. Get your tickets now. Or, you know what's even better? Become a member. Yeah. Yeah, we love our members, Bronx don't member. we? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. love them. I, um, I paid the my fans. membership the other day. You have to pay for a membership. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So I was Jeez, the gravy train's really coming to an yeah. end, isn't it? <laughs> no, I was trying to get membership to, to sponsor this podcast so we could, uh, so I could get a free membership. And you would have, uh, you would have benefited from that too. But I wanted to milk off your membership, to be honest. Uh, yeah, well, uh, if you go halves with me, I'll, I'll let you go see half the game for the year. Okay, mate. that's Is all that right. all right. Yeah, I'll take that. All right, but uh, ring our membership team up today. Go to the uh, merch store too because there's some cracker gear out there we want to see everyone in our in our gear and a lot of stuff there for the ladies too i'm loving the tan the tan color in the uh oh the thanks rich. mate i've been working hard yeah, on that well. yeah yeah <laughs> that's your off season <laughs> um kobe mate thanks for having us um we know that you're uh you're working hard to get back on the field and uh hopefully mate fingers crossed we see you in round four against the dolphins at uh, suncorp stadium thanks sammy appreciate that fellas thanks for having me 
What about Kobe's teeth? I'm a bit jealous, to be honest. I'm, I'm going to um, uh, have to send him a message after this and just uh, get his contact there because they were beautiful, beautiful teeth. Do you reckon he's doing the teeth whiting? Like, do you reckon that's what he's done? Maybe become one of those teeth influencers on uh, Instagram? I'd have to check his feeds if he's got something running. Oh, who knows? Whatever he's done, it's, it looks great. Oh, I am a bit jealous. And for someone that's on the camera a lot, I think I need to uh, make sure that the the pearly whites are pearly white at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Well, uh, we're looking forward to getting Kobe back. The Dolphins fixture on the calendar is when we're expecting him to return. That injury sounded horrible too. Like the idea of it rolling up under your arm, jeez. Yeah, see, that's why I stayed away from the chin up bar. I'm still, um, I'm still, I still struggle to do one chin up now as a as a fully grown man. <laughs> uh, well, before we wrap up the podcast, Sammy, we've got a pretty cool event happening in a couple of weeks' time. We're going to be welcoming the Dragons to Suncorp Stadium, and there's going to be the teams of the '93 and '98 Premiership lunch. So 30 and 25 years, respectively, since those premierships. So you can get yourself some tickets to come along to that lunch. It is on the Friday. Uh, tickets are available at broncos.com.au. It's going to be down at Brisbane City Hall. And the beauty is it's at lunchtime. So you finish up, get the rest of your night out of the way, and then you can book yourself some tickets to come along and see the Dragons at Suncorp Stadium. Mate, it's next week, 17th of March. Um, what a great opportunity to catch up with some of the, the Broncos old boys. Well, before we go, Sammy, let's talk about what is going to be happening this weekend, the 4X Gold Derby at Suncorp Stadium. Now, just like us, the Cowboys went to a one-point victory over the weekend. We've got a big inclusion back in the squad as well. The return home, back to the Broncos, where he belongs, Reese Walsh is coming back in, moving to the fullback position, which sends Cobbo back into the outside backs. So what are you expecting from Walshy when he comes back into the squad? Well, I'd like to say thank you very much to Jesse Arthurs, first and foremost. He was absolutely brilliant, uh, had some great trial form and was great in that first game against Penrith Panthers. So thank you, Jesse. Appreciate all your hard work, mate. Reese Walsh is back in the team, back in that fullback position. We saw him in the trial match. He came out uh, all guns blazing and uh, was doing some fantastic things out in the field. Uh, then he hurt his pretty little face. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Those eyes, those eyes. Uh, so when Cobo moves back to the wing, as you said, Shad, um, this is a cracking team. This 17 is an absolute uh, winning team and we need to show it against the uh, the Cowboys in this Forex derby. So I'm really excited to see Reese Walsh put that Broncos jersey on. I know a lot of our fans and members out there are pumped to see him back in Brisbane. Now we can finally see him out there on our field at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, I absolutely can't wait for this one. What's your score prediction going to be, Sammy? Do you think it's going to be a tight one? Well, the inclusion of Reese Walsh really uh, makes me happy. And I, I think we could score a lot of points in this game. Now, we haven't beaten the Cowboys since uh, July 2021. It's been a while. They've had the ward on us. But I think this team, uh, off the back of their defence... Mate, we might we might win this game by eight points. I'm going to say that. Well, there you go. Well, you know what? That's the same scoreline you gave last week. So I feel like is it going to be one point again? Well, eight's a nice round number. 
So all right, eight point Sammy says <laughs> Broncos over the Cowboys for the Forex Gold Derby at Suncorp Stadium. There is a few thousand tickets left, so come out, fill the stadium. I think there'll there'll be way less by the time you're listening to this podcast as well. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have live zones on as well. Actually, remember, there's going to be food stalls, there's a food truck at the front as well. It's going to be a ball pit for the kids there as well. We're going to have giveaways all around the ground, so it's going to be it's going to be a spectacle. All right, it all kicks off at five thirty. So if you get some tickets, or even if it does eventually sell out, which it will, uh, you can come on down, enjoy a bit of Suncorp. We're going to be giving away some uh, merch as well from the Broncos. So get on board, celebrating the Bronx this weekend, and hopefully a win as well against the Cowboys. We'll see you next week. Say Geronimo.